My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And you'll notice that there's one of us missing. Uh, Jessie has some life things, so she's not here for the actual recording, but stay tuned for there will be some special Jessie-related content later in the show. Because do you know what's happening yet again? It's been a while. We haven't we haven't done this in a while because just other stuff happened. But the newsnas are back. But up thum thum. It's the newsnas. Uh, some of this is not quite breaking news, shall we say? Uh, because it's been a while since we did the newsnas. But uh, yeah. we are here to bring you some hot news. And uh, as always, to rip off the band aid, uh, we'll start with enlistments. Who would like to read all of the enlistments that have gone down? Oh, golly. <laughs> give it a go. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Enlisted. We've got Park Soham from, that's our our boy, right? Our, uh, from the Semantic Air. That's the one, Semantic Air. I'm like, I can see him in the red jacket with the little <laughs> beanie, but I can't think of it. Yeah. Anyway, he enlisted. That feels like a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> Dice members, Yujun and Hyunsu enlisted in the military also in March. Pentagon's Hong Suk enlisted in May. MJ enlisted in May. Actor Lee Tae Hwan enlisted in June. Won Wee's Yong Hoon enlisted in July. And Kang Hyun in August. Aces Chan is going to enlist in August. And let's see, are there any more coming up? No. And so then discharges. Who's finished? The good half of this is day six is Sungjin took his final vacation on July 4th, which essentially ends his enlistment. Cards, Joseph was discharged on April 4th. They've already had to come back. Yay. Chen was discharged on April 25th. He's already done international concerts. So (laughs) home to make more babies. Yeah, good for you. Well, uh, he didn't need to. He didn't. He didn't stop all of the no, military. He didn't. I don't think it matters where he is. Uh, Zico was discharged April twenty eighth, and just had a new back. album came out. Mm-hmm. Actor Shin Jae Ha was discharged May twenty third. And I just saw like he's going to be having a. He's going to be popping up in a Excellent. show soon. Love it. And Park Bo Gum was discharged May 29th. And Block B's Park Kyung discharge is being postponed because he changed service from to a public service worker because of health reasons. So there's a little pause in his service, and so his discharge won't happen quite as early as expected. Mm-hmm. Next, we have a rundown of all the member changements and group disbandments that have happened. Sky, would you like to take this away? <laughs> sure. Tracing, T-R-C-N-G, terminated their contract with TS Entertainment at the end of March. If you don't know what entertainment group that is, that is the one that had the rose, so they're super crappy, just... Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. At least, that's what my memory tells me. Um, Yeah, I feel like TS is... I think that's who they were. Like, that's... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, CLC, Sungyun, and Yin have officially left Cube. Good for them. Good for them. Good for them. Good for them. Donkas changed their name to DKZ. Good choice. Good choice. And, good choice. And have added choice. three new members: <laughs> Sehyun, Jisook, and Mingu. Lei, Exo's Lei. He left SM Entertainment on April eighth. So that was forever ago. Well, like, but like he was... also hasn't been doing anything with SM for years. So no. it's yeah. like 
I okay. I really loved that song though. Like he's got that song and it's got all the EXO members like little bits of them saying his name and stuff and calling him Young at the beginning of the song that he his sort of goodbye to SM song. It was very cute. Yang Yina from formerly from April left DSP April eighth. Nian left A Pink April eighth, which Legit. April 8th was a big day. A big day yeah. for these places. Because so, uh, also, King Top left YG April Good for 8th. Him. So, Good for him. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah. Lay, like, it was, was a, a day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the media was like, wow, okay. <laughs> Yunji, Yori, Hyung Young. I'm sorry. I'm probably butchering these names. I really am attempting. Hyo Young from the group... Arias, A-R-I-A-Z, uh, terminated their contract with Star Empire April 9th. I, it, that's a newer group, isn't it? Am I, I dreaming so. that? I feel like it is. Like the past couple years. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Shin ji from Weekly left the group due to health. That's pretty sad because that, that mm-hmm. is one of the newer girl groups that's pretty active, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. Girl group Grayish disbanded after four years. That's depressing. Yoon Che Kyung from April has left DSP. So it sounds like we have a couple of, them. Couple of mm-hmm. Yeah. Chi Hyun left TO1 and terminated contract. I feel like I want to say TO1 also added some people. TO TO1. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. no, it's down down below. Let well, me go ahead and say ignore, that. Ignore, ignore. <laughs> um, so there are a handful of other people that left TO1. Minsu, Jerome, and Yung Yungi. Um, they all left. Diago, Renta, Yo Jung, they came in as new members. It is a massive group, in case you're not familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have they have many members. J- Japanese, if, if you don't know. Mm-hmm. They were a competition, they like formed in a competition show, I believe. Less than a year after debuting, Hot Issue disbanded. That's really sad. That's rough. Chi Woo has left the group Kingdom. Lunar Solar disbanded in May after less than two years. And so this this one we all knew was probably coming, but that mm-hmm. didn't make it any more okay, really. Yeah. Cube, Cube officially announced the disbandment of CLC, which they did not use CLC to the greatest of no, their potential at no. all. And mm-hmm. CLC, what, you're telling me that a, that an entertainment company isn't promoting a girl group appropriately, appropriately yeah. or effectively? Say it isn't so. But cube on top of that, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so two members joined Black Swan, Gabri from Brazil and Sriya from India. Hmm. Sriya will be the first idol from India, so that's that's pretty that's cool. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, first gen idols: Goofy, Park Sung Ho, and Young Turks Club. Young Turks Clubs. Choi Sung Min are currently preparing to launch a new seven girl group, seven member girl group in 2023. That's fun. Jiho left Oh My Girl after not renewing her contract with the WM Entertainment. Kim Garam's contract with Hybe slash Source has been terminated. Mm-hmm. We will probably discuss that on our Patreon sometime. That mm-hmm. might be yeah. a topic. Yeah. Lot, mm-hmm. lot to there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got Seventh JB has joined CDNZA Records and his, after his contract expiration with Higher Music. I feel like it was a really fast contract. Yeah, yeah, like, it was. A really short contract period with Higher. I was laughing with that Soju Chronicles that uh, not that uh, like we can't read that CDN without C 
seeing it as Canadian. And, it was, <laughs> and my daughter looked at it and went, CDN, is that a Canadian, New Zealand, Australia, Canadian, New Zealand, Australia. I don't know what it is, but hey, cool. But yeah, that was a short contract. Sure. Maybe maybe it was intentional like that. Yeah. You know, it kind of makes you wonder if it was just yeah. kind of a But there was a thing. bunch of other, like, um, Shike, like, announced the same day. They announced that he was gone from Hire as well. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the next day, like, Hire, like, had no website. Their entire website oh. was gone. So people are like, is this for real? Like, this one, he's got, like, got JB's got a, a contract somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But like everybody else, a PH1, like his entire Instagram went blank. Like oh. a, it was a whole thing. And people were like, I'm wondering if it's a, they've got a single coming up, like one of those group singles coming oh. up. And they wonder if it's a promo thing. And I'm like, mm. I hope so. Or something is really wrong over there. <laughs> like, <laughs> Major Nine disbanded the girl group Bling Bling. Kind of a big one. Jesse, Jesse with an I, her contract with P Nation ended and she's not going to renew. So that is a big deal. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But she has come out like she was, tr- she's trying to be very clear. It's not like it's no bad terms thing. or yeah. anything, you know, because some people are trying to push yeah. her to reveal or whatever. And she's yeah. like, that, that's it's not a business, it. It's a business decision. Yeah. Okay. Well, she she, she says think... that she loves P, you know, P Nation and all that. So yeah. she's fine. It happened like the right around the same time that her like she got replaced for Shoulderview, right? So mm-hmm. people were like, "Did she leave because she's mad about that? Did they not renew her because she's they knew she wasn't no, renewing? No, like what no. you know?" And it's like it's just two contracts that ended at the same time. Like it's you know just let it go, guys. <laughs> let it. And finally, um, Janguri is leaving from S nine. As her contract ended, they will continue as an eight-member group. When will they learn not to name your group <laughs> after how many members are in the group? So what's weird with that one, too, though, is that they just, like, their company was bought or whatever by another company. Mm. And when that happened, all the other girls signed new contracts. She's the only girl who didn't sign a new contract. Mm-hmm. So, like, none of the other girls have contracts that are expiring right now. That's only weird. Only her. And... So people are like speculating as to why, why did she not, did they not offer her a new contract? Did she not want to resign? We may never know. We may never know. Next, we got the fun stuff, which uh, I guess I get to read it. (laughs) Uh, That's right. We have the rundown on all the engagements, the weddings and the babies. Uh, So comedians Kim Joon-ho and Kim Jin-min have confirmed they're dating. That's fun for them. Gong-hyo Jin and Kevin O are dating. That's pretty fun. Um, uh, Makeup YouTuber Pure D and uh, JB from God7 announced that they were dating. I think that's fun. Her stuff is really cool. She does like horror makeup and stuff. stuff. Uh, Hani from Exit and psychiatrist Yang Jae-woo confirmed they were dating. That's Fun out of left yeah. field, but fun. John Park, the singer, announced that he was engaged to a non celebrity. So, a classic. I love those. So, mm-hmm. respect her privacy as not a celebrity. Huang Bora announced her engagement to her longtime boyfriend, Cha Hyun Woo, in November. They'll be married. So, that's nice. Uh, figure skater Kim Yuna and Fristella member uh, Ko Woo Rim are in a relationship and planning on getting married in October. 
Rapper Sleepy, who I think is so funny, by the way, he's a funny dude, uh, married his non-celebrity girlfriend, April. Congrats. Uh, singer Yukika announced she was getting married. Yoon Kae-sang held a wedding ceremony with his new wife after postponing it due to COVID-19. So socially responsible. We love to Very see nice. it. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jane Mara got married to her non-celebrity boyfriend in June. I and her so pictures happy. were so pretty. So, so pretty. pretty. Uh, Hello Venus member Your Room got married on May 29th and in a, a, a double blast from the past marriage, <laughs> uh, Kiss member Hoon married former Girls Day member Huang Ji Sun in May. Park Shin Hee and Choi Tae Yoon had a baby. Aww. Of course, you know, it was a bit of a shotgun wedding, but we love to see it. We love to see yeah. it. Actress Huang Jung Um. Uh, gave birth to her second child. Congratulations. Actress Kang Soo Yoon has passed away at the age of 55. I'm not sure this goes in the marriage yeah. section, but there wasn't any other section for it. So we're sorry to hear that. Births, deaths, you know, it's all the same page in the newspaper. So mm -hmm. uh, Bobby Kim married a non-celebrity girlfriend, who I guess wife now, a non-celebrity wife in June. Kim Hay married a non-celebrity as well in May. Uh, former 100% member Chen Young married his non-celebrity girlfriend. A lot, listen, a lot of non-celebrity partners coming up. Uh, Shinwa Andy and announcer Lee Eun-jo got married in June privately. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. Actress Jumin Ha and former Five Prize U member Yu Il got married in July. And Sonia Jin and Hyun Bin are having a baby. Yay. What a what an attractive child. Attractive yeah. I, what I find so funny is how some people are like really shocked by this news. I know, and I'm like, and I'm like, she's not what do you like, what do you think typically makes celebrities want to have a wedding, you know, announce a wedding and stuff in the first place? Mm -hmm. Usually, they're at least having family in mind. Yeah. <laughs> like usually, right. that's yeah. what chill out. <laughs> Well, yes, and they're I mean, not young, so no. like, yeah, like <laughs> you want to get going. Like, if you want a baby, you're gonna try for it right away, right? Yeah. Uh, Chan Sung and his wife had their baby. Yay! A daughter. A daughter. Thai actors Push and Jui announced that they're having a baby. They got married a couple years ago. And when they got married, they both like they were very public about wanting to start a family right away, like wanting to have babies right away. So this is kind of. It's been a while, so mm -hmm. that's, that's well. Nice there was a whole pandemic thing that exactly. happened right after they got married. <laughs> Although so I like, mean, a lot of people weren't doing anything else during pandemic. Yeah. So you know what? You know. I was thinking that, but apparently the baby boom that was expected didn't happen. did not happen. People were not into it. No. They were like, no. <laughs> they were not feeling sexy. Actress Han Yuri announced that she and her boyfriend uh, got married secretly. Good for her. Yeah, I love to see it. Uh, Japanese actress Satomi Ishihara gave birth to their first, to her first child. Actress John Hee Bin announced that she's pregnant. Taiwanese actress Jo Chen married model Alan Chen. So a little international flavor because Alan Chen is uh, Malaysian, I believe. Uh, so cross-borders love. You love to see it. And singer B.E.N., or Ben, I'm not sure which, announced that she is pregnant. So lots Yay. of babies, lots of marriages. You know, I really like seeing celebrity marriages, like Asian celebrity marriages. Because yeah. it's just like, fans are so bullshitty about it. Like, that I'm just <laughs> like, hmm, they're still okay. doing it. So, yeah. All right, getting into the news stories now. Ooh. Oh, golly. <laughs> Amanda. So much. Okay. We're so, start us off. I'm trying to find the one because I feel like this kind of segues nicely. 
but I'm trying to find it in my list. But um, Han Gru is coming back to <gasps> Drama Land. Yes. Hopefully, she's signed on with cannot remember. Oh, here we go with SBD. She has been out of the business since 2015 when she gave birth to a son. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's, I guess maybe, you know, he's, he's in school now. She's like, all right, I'm good. I can get back in it. I'm so excited because she's so good. She's such a great actress. Like marriage, not dating, chef's kiss. Like it's delightful. So I look forward to seeing her in more stuff. Jesse says the same thing. She's got like notes. Yay. <laughs> so yeah. and I'm, I'm glad she's, that she marriage not dating is so time. good too. It is yeah. like. And I, you know, it's, I didn't actually know that she had had like a kid. So after I watched it, I was like, man, like, she's really Where is anything. She? I wonder what yeah. happened. But I'm glad that it wasn't anything. Yeah. Bad. Right. Yeah. So and it's so nice. Like, good for you. Have it both ways. Right. Like, have your career. Stay home and spend time with your kid if that's what you want. Mm-hmm. Have it all. So can't wait to see what she comes back in. So taking it to Taiwan, this news story has made me laugh hysterically. And the reason is because, okay, I'll sell the news story, then I'll tell why I was laughing. So the stars of the drama Plus and Minus, uh, Max Lin and Shi Chang Ho, have been leaving cryptic social media posts that have people strongly speculating that the two are dating in real life. And the two are feeding into these rumors by like reposting fan congratulations on their relationships on their own social media so like and jesse has said tiktok is obsessed with this because the was it the online detectives are going <laughs> wild so like they're literally like messing with people like the the two actors are like messing with people like they're like maybe we are maybe we aren't but what i think <laughs> is funny about this is that in another group chat I'm in, someone in the group chat saw the news of this and were so mad. But the reason they were mad is because they're on a like a BL Discord where one of the people on the Discord is always like, oh, I know for sure that these two people are dating for sure. Like with every ship. And this was one of the ships. And she was like, I just don't want her to be right. <laughs> but like, you know... If they are, good for them. But I, if they aren't, I love the commitment to the bit and I love the commitment yeah. to the troll. But if they are, this is the greatest announcement in history of them just being like reposting like, oh, congratulations on your relationship with like, oh, thank you. And then like reposting like, hey, are you guys actually dating with like, yes, like this a little like yes sticker on the repost. Like, yes, we are. <laughs> but what's also funny is that from like international fans, and Taiwanese fans, it's all, oh, congratulations on your relationship. But with all the Chinese fans, the retweet, the like, the post is like, oh, congratulations on your new commercial that you two are filming. <laughs> 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 the success of your show. And I'm like, ah, yes, Chinese censorship at its best. Anyway, I hope they are. I think it would be fun. I think it would be fun. E- would either be fun. way, at least they're having a good time. <laughs> like, if they are. This is the greatest social media blitz of all time. And if they aren't, well, they're having fun. So, <laughs> right. Well, good times. So I'm going to talk about JYP Entertainment a little bit. Oh, boy. Uh, so the first little tiny blurb we have is JYP Entertainment and Duna, Duna Moo terminate their NFT joint venture establishment agreement. So, yay. yay. I don't have high hopes that they won't turn to something else, but hey. But- 
Yeah, this is dead. You have to take care of the victory before they come, right? So the thing I really wanted to talk about was JYP Entertainment. They have a North American sector. Mm-hmm. They're expanding as they try to spend more money in the advancement into the U.S. So they're going JYP Entertainment North America. They're going to join with Republic Records as mm-hmm. they launch the world's first North American girl group, A2K, which is also called America to Korea. Okay. Uh, created through the K-pop system. So that was a statement from both of those labels. Uh, the talent will be from America, but they will apply the JYP system of development into the supergroup. So that's how they'll make it. They start in September, so right around the corner. Jesse has some notes, which I shall <laughs> read to you. Uh, the age requirement is super young, 12 to 16. Yeah. So that's gross. That's we all agree great. that's gross. We don't like that. <laughs> Especially when that's not an established thing here either. Why go that young? Why? 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 <laughs> it's not like, you know, people hit 18 and somehow lose their ability to sing, dance, and perform. Like, it just <laughs> doesn't make any fucking sense. <sighs> Whereas I think, I think you would want at least, like, okay, maybe if start you, training them when they're 16, but maybe, like, wait until, like, wait they have it. more because, leeway. Yeah, because when you're 18, you can perform late at night without, you don't have any of, like, the child actor performer requirements. You don't mm-hmm. have to, do, like, traveling internationally much easier as a group if you're not minors. Well, and then, like, if they need to be their own advocate for something, it's, mm-hmm. easy, you know, a little easier as far as they're an adult legally. So yeah. they can have more of a voice rather than having to, you know, guardian and all and those things. And you don't have to worry about setting up, like, you know, how they have, uh, like, the, you know, the special bank accounts for child performers mm-hmm. so their parents don't steal all their money. Like, that sort of, you don't have to deal I, with any of that. I feel like they might be miscalculating a little bit what North American audiences are like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, and, and what North American parents are like, because yes, some parents are going to be like whole hog on the, you know, try to get on the Beach gravy mall. train and stuff. Yeah. But there are a lot of parents who are going to be like, mm, nah, this is not, no, this is not okay. Like, I it's can't like, listen, you don't want 12? a group made up of only people with dance moms you know right? what i mean like that's, yeah, a, right. like that's a nightmare scenario well, for I, jyp are they gonna like those moms are they gonna try to be a part of like i'm not sure that the idol system translates to north american mentality very well mm-hmm. because we don't well like and so that. well <laughs> and well you would kind of think if in order to make that a solid experiment and a big effort, you think mm-hmm. they wouldn't go as young as like 12, 13. Yeah. You think yeah. they would try to go like, like 15 and above or something. Yeah. yeah. Like they would yeah. be more like high school kids. The, the kind of socially acceptable high school kids starting to do more mm-hmm. talent shows. You know, yeah. that that realm is more palatable seen. for people. Yeah, they see yeah. that in North America. That's a more common yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, like even like 16 year olds who are applying for you know, that adult status and stuff like that. Like it's just, it's it's a little bit more acceptable. It's a little more normal. If you're 16 and this is your dream, I can believe that this is your dream. If you're 12 and it's your dream, you know, my kid is 11. He's had six different dreams in the last year. I'm not sure I'm prepared to put him in like boot camp. Yeah. Over <laughs> his dream. Whatever this when I was 12, is, I wanted like, to be an astronaut. Do you see me going to space? You know right? what I mean? Like, like, mm, like, 
Yeah. Like, I don't know. Now, so another note from Jesse, but it's like on the positive side of things. Mm-hmm. So they specifically include in their requirements as anyone I did, they are accepting anyone that identifies as she, her, or them. So Which is cool. they talk about those pronouns. So that that's actually a really cool thing to see. Now, even even J- if even yeah. if it's just now JYP side of things, take that energy back to Korea. Yeah, will you? like right. you know. well, and I mean they say that, but if you've got male presenting people who identify as them, like I think probably I think not that, the people uh, who are going to make the cut. Yeah, right? I, I so. feel I I I'll hold my judgment until they have you know a trans teen title, but but at, at the no. very least it's a step, it like. Is. It's yeah. better than it's a, not having it's that It's better stuff. than nothing. Like, it may be an True. empty gesture, but at least it's a gesture, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, have we seen anything else along those lines? No. no we have yeah. So, like, no, it, we have it's not. true. All right, Amanda, you next. All right. So, taking it over to Japan. I don't know where this came from or what the purpose is. Well, I know what the purpose is, but so... There's a new Japanese girl group being formed. It's I love it. called I love ASA it. Girls. And the whole purpose of this group <laughs> is to change the image of medical marijuana use. I love these Japan. incredibly specific girl groups that get formed to like yeah. some sort of social purpose. Like, like I it's, love it. It's wild. And so the casting call, as it were, is for women under the age of 40. So that's a really high that's cutoff a high for rate. a Japanese like Listen, a group realizing <laughs> that even if you're in your 30s and your 20s, you can still sing and dance. I mean, and I don't think on our, uh, like, Idol Manager is not giving us the 35 year old girl no, option. We're not, we're so, not, I, listen, you know. we need the game modders out there to, like, mod for us a little bit you know yeah and they have to have a clean record of no known drug use outside of medical marijuana use so they're basically hiring women who have you know used pot for various reasons to go out and sing and dance and make people understand that this is okay if I tell this to my husband, he's going to think it is like the best thing on the face of the planet. It's hilarious. Because it's as as a healthcare worker, he's very he's very very pro like medical marijuana use. Mm-hmm. Actually, any recreational as well. But like he sees the benefits for everybody in a variety of ways, and how it needs to it needs to be everywhere, and how people should use that option if they can. But yeah, this is awesome. I actually think this is probably something we'll probably do a special like clip later on. So we will probably be coming back to well, this topic. Yeah, we'll come yes. back around to it. It's, <laughs> it's wild. It's cool. It's hilarious. Yeah, that's awesome. So going to Thailand, a lot of a lot of stuff's been listen, Kim Porsche. It's, it's the gift that keeps on giving in terms of <laughs> stories that just keeps going. A lot of them really unintentional and not great but it be what it be so in the positive news i'm gonna do i'm gonna do what what was called the compliment sandwich okay (laughs) start with something positive then you do something negative and then you end again with something positive the compliment sandwich the kin porsche compliment sandwich so first off kim porsche had a very successful concert that they did i used the term concert incredibly loosely because from what I've seen it was essentially 
um, Magic male Mike. burlesque show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, and like, sure, all those young guys, they can all get it. But the dude who played Vegas's father <laughs> was going harder than anyone else there. That man wanted to dance shirtless more than anyone you've ever seen in your life. And he did. So they seem to have, have had a good time. Unfortunately, uh, my boy Stuart did get COVID afterwards and then felt it the need to apologize to anyone who may have caught COVID from him when he didn't know he had it, which I think is very sweet, a little unnecessary. <laughs> Sounds like, very Stuart, though. Very it Stuart, is. Very <laughs> Stuart energy of him being mm-hmm. like, I apologize for anyone I've harmed with my actions of going to work not knowing I had COVID. Like, and you're just like, Perth, my guy, like, it's okay. Like, <laughs> okay. The person who gave it to you isn't apologizing. So it's fine. Uh, now to the the negative part of this compliment sandwich. Um, so the Kim Porsche writers are currently under fire, rightfully so, for a thing they've said and possibly done, little unclear, um, to Barcode, who was the teen actor who played Porsche, Porsche's younger brother, who was the only minor working on the, the set. So uh, essentially, there was like, you know, they would say like inappropriate things to him and then tell him that he had to give them like massages and stuff like just real weird shit and then so they were joking about this on a live stream with him and jeff satter the guy the the actor singer who played kim the youngest of the mafia brothers and jeff satter was like excuse me the things you're describing are inappropriate and they're an abuse of power and you should feel ashamed for even joking about them, let alone if you actually did them. And he was like, and Barcode, you don't have to listen to people like this. If they're going to do these sorts of things, you just tell them no in the future. Like, absolutely Amen. not. Like, two of their faces in a live stream was like, you are sick if you if this was real. You're sick. Amazing. End of the compliment sandwich. We go back. So the writers have been chastised by the staff. And the company... Uh, Beyond Cloud has announced a new historical film starring the main actors uh, in which Apo, the man who played Porsche, plays a traditional dancer, and Miles, the guy who played Ken, is a drummer, and some gay historical romance might be coming, and the preview looked really great. Um, but yeah, so... It's it's really so, nice. So they are a preview out and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's just like a little teaser preview thing, but it looked it looked beautiful. But it's I just it's nice to see cast standing up for each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, you know, even in the moment, like not even not later even on, like literally mm-hmm, in the yeah. moment that no, absolutely not. Because it would still be like, a very valid reaction to like have to think about it to figure out yeah. how how to react how to in, in such but a situation, right? I feel like from what I know about Jeff, he's the sort of person who wouldn't sit there and think of the best way to respond to this situation. <laughs> he would just go, "Excuse you, motherfucker." I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah. <laughs> like because you know, barcode was like seventeen when he was filming this, yeah. so. Uh, though I have been enjoying Barcode's little live streams that he does where he'll be like, hey, I'm just tuning into this like this live stream, but I'm I'm in school. I'm hiding in the bathroom. <laughs> like, but I just wanted to let you guys know that I really enjoyed working with you on the show. And they're all oh. like, go back to the class. 
recording. He's like, it's okay. I wasn't passing anyway. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, baby. so let's talk about Hybe's new girl group. Oh boy. How I... they popped out of like nowhere. seemingly nowhere. Right? <laughs> there were no, you know, it, it really was like, hey, this girl group's debuting now. Like, no teasers. No, 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 this is what we're doing. So the girl group's name is New Jeans. And they're kind of like R&B a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. I like and, their vibe. I don't yeah. like their ages. Well, yeah. so, some of them are... So to be clear, only a few of them are on the very younger side of things. Some mm-hmm. of them are older. And that's that's also what Jesse says. I really like their songs and hate their ages. <laughs> like, yeah, the ones that are too young. Jesse says that she does like that they came out with this stuff all of a sudden without any kind of warning. Mm-hmm. In case anyone is curious, the name is based on jeans being a classic, timeless fashion piece, and they want to convey that through their concept. That's cool. And I do think, like, that first video that they released had a very, like, high school, like, that you feel like you've seen that video before, right? Yeah. The girls like, in that, it, like, chilling out going to the beach together yeah. going shopping was, doing like, their thing exceptions like, where i found that some of the outfits especially knowing that none of them are mm-hmm. adults that i was like mm, i don't yeah i don't like this um mm. but it's not that bad though there has been some rumors about the ceo of their label yeah saying some, some weird oh shit and she's very her her Instagram account and stuff is very full of sexually suggestive prepubescent child photos and things. Like she's got it's a very early Brooke Shields kind of aesthetic to her art yeah. and stuff. And so people are like, mm, we're doing oh, like YG like 2.0 here. Like she's yeah, like oh, picking mm. them for reasons, and you're like, ooh. But like, you know what's the difference between yg in the early 2000s and this is is that this immediately came out and everyone's like we'll be watching yeah we'll we got be our eyes on you watching this situation <laughs> you know like and one other comment from jesse was also that uh because all so far all the girls are sticking to their natural hair colors mm-hmm. and since it's that rmb influence as well it's kind of leaning towards like first gen groups mm-hmm. so jesse likes to see that so yeah. I also like that one of the group members is Vietnamese. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seems like it will be a neat group. We're just disappointed. Mm-hmm. And and we hope that they're safe and yeah. hopefully mm-hmm. everyone will be taking care just, of them. We just yeah. want children to be able to be children. Yes. And, and we want safe. everybody to be safe. So even yeah. if someone so is all... even if someone is 17. We still don't want them to be taken advantage of. Or even mm-hmm. 21, we don't want them to be taken advantage right. of. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we want safe spaces for girl groups. We also want them to get work. We want both things. We want yeah. them to mm-hmm. have a decent job. Imagine that. <laughs> we like it. Yeah. What a shock. Yeah. What a mystery. So sort of speaking of safe and not very safe spaces and and things like that um singer holland who is um one of the few out uh korean singers was the victim of a violent homophobic attack um not good 
not no. you know we especially with all the new like korean boy love like people tend to think that maybe things are getting better or you know and it's like mm, tv is not real life so yeah. things are not good on a sort of semi-related note uh singer hatfelt was actually announced as the ambassador for amnesty korea's campaign for lgbtq youth to like but did Hatfield do something else too? Is Hatfield out there just she killing is the it? Queen of like Hatfield. Also, Hatfield has awesome music too. Yes, just, she yes. does. She has fabulous yeah. music. But, but like, tell, tell us what else has Hatfield been up to recently? So she also went very public for her support of disability rights. There's been a whole thing with uh, disabled people are have been protesting in the subway um, stations about the lack of accessibility for them mm -hmm. and people are getting really frustrated about it and angry because it slows down their commute and it, oh. it you know oh, all this stuff like... and they're and half felt like mm, no you think it's uncomfortable for you like think they can't of how even get on like, the metro like like sorry you've been you know it's a couple of minutes out of your day it's their whole lives that they can't take the subway so like maybe we should fix that and people are like you're so rich and famous you don't even take the subway she's like nah i don't take the subway but i still think that this is important so then she like posted about how she gave like a million won to the organization to help them keep on Protesting. doing their thing like she's like and here's <laughs> she puts her money where her mouth is well, and she I, puts I, her I feel, mouth out there. Like I feel like in the past she's also like come under flag for like feminist stuff and whatever. Yeah, like yeah, and she, she, she she does she not screw care. around. No, she doesn't she, give a shit what you think. You know what? As the people of my building recently discovered, the only effective form of protest is when it becomes so inconveniencing that you have to change what's being protested. And if you're wondering what I'm talking about one of my neighbor's fridge broke down the landlord wouldn't fix it so she put it in the stairwell so it became everyone's problem and guess what he fixed it <laughs> so so yeah you know you know you know it's good for you we love hatfelt we appreciate all of her hard work doing beautiful music great songs and like just saying what she thinks and being an advocate for literally everybody you know, every minority, every mm -hmm. group that needs an advocate, she's out there advocating. So, so like, kudos. Good. Like, we good love for you. That's what people really should be doing with their fame. Let's right. be honest. But like, I otherwise, what are you doing? Seeing an interview with George Clooney, and he talked about that one time, about how he and Brad Pitt made this sort of pact at one point when they were at like the height, height of mm -hmm. their massive popularity. Every time they did an interview, they tried to set it up so that they were like, in the background if they were filming on location somewhere in the background was like the slums of mexico or the you know whatever because they were like we can't do a lot we can donate money and we can we can you're gonna watch this and go wait what is that going on in the background and we're gonna be able to like bring your attention to what's going on mm -hmm. around us and like that's something we can do with our fame and i think that's that's a, a cool yeah, detail than to doing pay attention to. Nothing. Because we have to realize, you know, they can't all of a sudden 
require that the movie shoot a certain way, but they can't, like, if you have enough power, you can at least do these smaller things yeah. to try yeah. to show. Well, and to just not be constantly like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm in beautiful Mexico, and look at yeah. the sunset, and isn't it wonderful here? You can be like, you know, it's not all resorts and happy times. Like, mm -hmm. there's other stuff going on behind the scenes. So I, I appreciate it when somebody uses their celebrity for good things like that. Mm -hmm. So I've got a little bit of roundup of Netflix news. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, okay, first off, All of Us Are Dead and Squid Game are getting second seasons. Uh, Jesse writes, they both, don't need, they both don't need second seasons. I agree. Uh, but her and I will probably watch both of them because, <laughs> of course, of course we will. I think it's fine. I don't really get why. Like, I, I get why, but they narratively... Mm -hmm. Especially all of us are dead. I'm like, well, if you've seen the oh, end so, of it, so um, often things should just be one and done. Like, right? Them in. It's it's well, fine. And especially with Netflix, it's like they're giving second seasons to things that don't necessarily need or warrant a second season. Mm -hmm. But then with their like American programming and stuff, they like cut it, it in the middle of a in the fucking cliffhanger storyline, and you're like. This needed another season. Give this the money for another season. Like it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. Um, in addition, Netflix also had the incredibly uh, single brain cell idea that um, a reality show version of Squid Game would be so great. It's not. It's stupid. No, and everyone not. hated that. Literally every reply, like when they announced that, every single reply was like, mm, not not it, fam. No, no, not it, fam. Please do it, not it do this. You just there's so many other parallels, like literary, literary parallels and stuff. Like, no, you don't go, oh, we're going to make this a real game. No! no, no. no. They're already real games. They just murder people when you don't play them well. Like, like no. You remember, that like, years ago, there was that, I think it was Ice Cube? Ice Tea. I can't mm. remember. Oh, my goodness. One and it was, it, was a, it was a while back, but, like, a movie where... He plays a homeless guy who gets like, hey, we'll give you some like food and a place to sleep. And he wakes up on an island with like a bunch of white people hunting him. Yeah. And like, like nobody said, hey, let's make that a movie. Like, yeah. like let's make that a show. Let's right? Like, people reality. went like, the reality reality show. I just this is not good. That, like, like Takeshi's castle already exists. Like we don't, we don't need, like, because that's essentially what it would be, but not fun. It's just that <laughs> depressing. Like, yeah. uh, and also in Netflix news, because it continues, this is a real monkey's paw to many people out there. Uh, there's a new season of Earth Doll. Uh, it's a coming. Um, but neither of the two main leads are coming back. Yeah. Okay. However, there's a rumor <laughs> that Song Joon-ki is being replaced by Lee Joon-ki as like an older version and that i am not mad at right i am 100 for that i think I that really, would be the biggest recasting you've ever seen i'm hoping that that's kind of the premise is that we've mm -hmm. got like a big it's been time like 15 jump, right? years or something you know yeah. that like the baby that was about to be born you know like some of these things that like those are gonna be because like, i can see, I can see how you or could, whatever like, now push it forward like that because yeah. like of the way I don't want to spoil it here on the nuisance episode, like the way that the, the first season, second, it's a weird system. The way it's laid yeah. out is a bizarre 
concept, but the last episode, like you could easily have a like 10 to 15 year jump and the story continue and you sort of infer what has happened between. mm -hmm. That's also how the show has already been crafted. Yeah. Yeah. At the very, very beginning of Arthdahl, you had like, you know, 15 years kind ago. of the early ancestors of these people, like, yeah, and, so and then they, and then it's like, then you jump to the mother of the main character, and then the next is you jump 15 years forward to like the main character. main character who's a yeah. teenager at the end of played by 30 year old Song Jun Ki. Did that work? It did, it did, it did. <laughs> I mean, it, it did, it did, so, it did. It worked but, so well that when I watched Space Sweepers, and I'm like. That's his kid. His dad. <laughs> okay. So, you say okay. so. You but, say so. I even mean, though he was like 30 in that too. But I think that like this type of show too, like when people like they're trying to tell an epic storyline, an epic tale mm-hmm. that involves time. Like you don't get revolution in an afternoon. Like you don't get, yeah. you know, especially when you're talking about this sort of fantasy historical time frame it's not like now where like you hop on the internet and change things or whatever it it takes long periods of time for you to build up armies and do things in that kind of setting most books that would be like this would be an epic series would have huge time jumps within them so like it makes sense logically. Now, if it does pick up right where it left off, that's going to be a little awkward with this, you know, <laughs> changes. But like, who knows what they're doing? Well, Maybe they'll I be could great. See so, Lee Jun Gi as an older version of Song Jun Ki. Like, I it works never, in my brain. I would have never thought of it, but until but yeah. it was mentioned to me, right? I was like, yeah, yeah. So like, if I, I mean, they both do look. It's attractive, like. They do manly and like pretty, like mm-hmm. or whatever. Like they both do both and, really, and really well. Like, so like, like Lee Jun Gi is perfect for this genre of show. Oh yeah, he perfected yeah. the art of this genre. So so, well, um, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. In the final Netflix watch? news, a subsidiary of Netflix, Scanline VFX, uh, is investing a hundred million U.S. dollars in South Korea over the next six years to build special effects facilities um so they're who made the graphics for game of thrones so that they're they're well known in the industry now this is another bit of a monkey's paw as well because the vfx industry is known for worker abuse quite a bit and we all know that it's much easier to get away with worker abuse in asia than it is in North America because of just the difference in laws and also you can pay them less and stuff. So it's, it's real. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. But um, hopefully on the other hand, perhaps we'll be getting more sort of uh, VFX heavy shows and movies in the future. So it'll really, Mm -hmm. you know, a bit of a flip side, but we'll hope that's not the impetus, okay? We'll hope that for the first time ever, a corporation has chosen to do the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> Natalia says it. What could happen? <laughs> you didn't even sound remotely convinced of that <laughs> while you said it. I'm going to talk about two K-pop 
themed movies coming to the States in the coming years. First one is called K-Pops. It is a comedy film directed by rapper Anderson Pock, which I'm not sure we would have ever guessed that. Mm-hmm. It's about a washed up musician who travels to Korea to write songs for K-Pop, only to find his long lost son, who is a rising star. There have been rumors of Chan Woo being involved in that. He He's being rumored to be everywhere with do you think like it'll be one of those directing yourself in the film kind of situations? Like, do you think Anderson Pox gonna play the the guy who never goes know? Like, I'm curious because interesting. On the other side, so the other movie that has been mentioned is K-pop Lost in America. It was announced by CJ Entertainment, mm-hmm. and. That involves like a K-pop boy band getting stranded in America and like having to travel to through states and all these things. Supposedly, and what has been offered or leading role in that mm-hmm. sounds like Rebel Wilson and Charles Melton are involved as well. Reggie from Riverdale. For anyone wondering, <laughs> that is, uh, fellow Riverdale watchers. <laughs> I do have to say. If it ends up in both, I will laugh a lot. So I did. I did just do a little bit, a uh, little update. Is that um, it is set to star Anderson Pock, and also his real life son, oh. uh, Sol Rashid. Okay. Oh, that's cool. So, yes, yeah, Anderson Pock's mother is Korean, but she was adopted, so he never knew much about his Korean heritage and he says until I met my wife and this movie is a reflection of my experience learning about this part of myself alongside with my wife and son and spending even more time with them and I knew this was something that I should write and direct and Stampede Ventures took a chance and trusted that I could pull it off and I'm excited to bring it to the big screen. That kind of sounds charming. Yeah yeah, it does so I I like it. The uh, other one on the other hand (laughs) K-pop lost in America. It could either be charming or terrible. It could also be both. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like people who live in Texas are like, because that's apparently where they're going to get lost is like in a a quote unquote podunk town in Texas. But people are like, okay, this quote unquote podunk town in Texas has like direct flights to Dallas. Yeah. and like one of the biggest like Korean American churches in the states, they're like listen. They they're going fine. full. They're going full K drama. Okay, they're all going to get into a car accident and have amnesia. Okay, and then they'll have to like. They're like they would know, literally be walking the street town. and somebody would walk up and go, "Hi, do you need help?" Because in Korean, because there's lots of Korean people around in that area that they're talking about. So they're like, I don't know if the people who set this up understand america and the fact that we have asians here like uh, okay but we'll see we'll see what they do maybe that's part of the charm maybe there will be a you know that will be a part of the story who knows um i just saw at the end of this article about the k-pop lost in america thing that earlier in 2021 sony pictures animation announced that they're working on a musical film called k-pop demon hunters uh okay on the other (laughs) hand that sounds fucking incredible um it would center around a demon hunting k-pop girl group Um, Yes, 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 yes. yes. Jessie right now is losing her mind. Look it straight in my veins. (laughs) Thank you. This is this is like as good as when like uh was Dead by Daylight added the uh 
It's like Hong Joon character. The, yeah, basically the the ser- serial killing ex K popper as yeah. one of the villains like, that you can play as Green Patch uh, of yes, Vampire Slayers. Me. Like, give yeah. It me. Give it so me. we will we will be keeping a close eye on K pop demon hunters. <laughs> yes. Um, oh yeah. Exciting. It, you can exciting. pay attention here. We will be we will be looking for anything that comes out about that. Mm-hmm. Back to Japan. Nintendo. Yay, Nintendo. I love you. They made a, an announcement that they will now, as a company, be offering family benefits to people, heterosexual couples who are in common law relationship, now common law marriages, as well as they will be offering family benefits to homosexual couples who work for them in an order in order to make things more fair for all their employees across the board and yeah. to provide this comes on the tail that. end of a japanese court saying that it was not unconstitutional to deny gay marriage uh, which is still under like it's being moved up the yeah um so nintendo was like mm, if the government's going to move this slow Nintendo's given a power up to our yeah. uh, gay employees. So, so good they, for that. Very progressive. Yeah. You know? And I mean, yeah. I I when we hear so much in the gaming community about these companies being absolutely terrible to their employees and stuff, it's really nice for a change to hear a good story about companies. No, I, I will say it's not employees. I like, will say it's not usually Nintendo that you're hearing about them no, being No, that is true. That's I, I'm in <laughs> but, general. But often, right? I mean, a very common discussion mm-hmm. among game development companies is crunch time and how they yeah. burn mm-hmm. out their employees and, you know, don't give them any assistance. And also like their treatment of trans employees. Like uh, my cousin is a trans woman and she used to work for gaming companies and Netflix too, as like a designer and uh, was part of the uh, issues that have come up against the trans community. And she had to leave both those jobs. So like, I I mean, as far as things like family benefits go and stuff, it's always nice when a company recognizes that things like, crunch time and overtime and all that kind of thing actually takes a toll on your family life and it affects other people like every year like when they used to have christmas parties for my husband's work every year the boss of the site would get up and give a heartfelt thank you speech and everything to the spouses because they were like we we get that it is difficult Mm -hmm. to be married to employees here because they have to, you know, do stuff that can be frustrating or takes them away from their family. So I appreciate Nintendo saying, hey, even if our government says not equal, we say yes, equal. So yeah. good for them. Yeah. And hopefully, like, it inspires more companies to do, to take suit. And because, you know, as you know, ridiculous as this sounds, um, companies doing this will force the government to eventually do it. Because mm-hmm. it, the longer it goes on, and like the more companies that offer this, the more that you know people who either were apolitical on the topic or even against it are like, wait a second, mm-hmm. this does make sense now that I think about yeah. it. And then the government just starts to look bad the longer it goes on, right? So mm-hmm. good for them. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, so in uh, a couple news stories of. Um, Korean actors being cast in American productions. 
Um, so we have uh, Jung Ho Yun, who was the female lead in Squid Game, uh, was cast in the Apple TV drama Disclaimer alongside my husband's favorite actress, Kate Blanchett, uh, Kevin Klein, and Sasha Baron Cohen, and, and more. Oh. Uh, and she was also announced that she's going to be in the movie The Governesses, which is based on the Anne Sarah novel. Uh, and she'll be starring with Lily Rose Depp and Renate Renzve, a Norwegian actress. So that's that's exciting. So she got that going on. So Blackpink's Jenny will also appear in an HBO show, the the weekend's new series, The Idol. Listen, I'm gonna be out, I'm probably not gonna watch it. But like good for her, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it good doesn't look like my cup of tea. But, yeah, it doesn't, um, doesn't really look like something for, I'm into, but good know. for her. Uh, and find something that I'm very much into uh, from all levels. Park So Joon is going to be joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe, playing Norval in the Marvels. So, Novar? That's exciting. Nor, Novar. Novar. Well, like getting them in with those obscure Marvel uh, roles for the Korean actors, hey. but listen, we'll take them. There have been some other Korean actors who have wound up in Marvel and have had, spoiler alert, things happen to their characters that mean that they're not coming back for sequels. And you're like, dang it, come you're on. Like, mm, so cool. hopefully. And often in ways that just. Mm, he's not really just make, a, a really you know, expendable mm. character that they're just, you know. Well, listen, I, I know nothing about of, the so. Marvels, so. Me neither. So. Uh, all I see. know about Novar is that he's a Cree. And is from an alternate reality Marvel. <laughs> All right, and and it's apparently has, incredibly handsome because yeah, I and mean, he has. Uh, I'm about to read you something that will completely confuse what you just said. Where it says he has triple helix DNA altered with cockroach genes to include insect properties and become a super soldier. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fine. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. It'll, it'll be fine. Like they're always, uh, yeah. they're always I turn mean, out to be fun. Even if they're not that good of a movie, they're always a fun movie. So I mean, I just finished Ms. Marvel, the series. I loved it. It was so fun. Yeah, I was waiting so, for it to like, fully drop to finish it. Yeah, good? yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very fun. Very teenage girl dealing with her parents and life and superpowers. So it, yeah, love it. So um. I, I always have to do a small NFT corner, so th this is more. Sorry, <laughs> it'll be sh it'll be shorter than the past. Um, Thank God. So, what's nice is Jesse had Jesse's additional comments on this stuff. So NFTs, they still suck. I they just do. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. But now everyone else has figured this out as well. It's not just us. Yeah. Yeah. So. Quite some time ago, Dreamcatcher was kind of involved in some NFT stuff. So not the girls, the company, company you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they made a big deal, and then it kind of just quietly... I think it probably still exists, but everyone is just trying to ignore its existence. The sad part about that is that it was coupled with a comeback that was very... Environmental. <laughs> environmental, like, yeah. issues yeah. and stuff. So that's it kind of took the wind out of the sails of that. Again, not, nothing nothing about the girls necessarily, just companies are companies will company sometimes. So the the other NFT thing is 88 Rising, which we love 88 Rising. Mm -hmm. 
but they decided that NFTs are a thing and they should be investing in and made some for Coachella even. Which sucks. So that's blah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully no, that, you know, you. gets out. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. it really feels like, you know, even some additional, when I say K-pop companies, not even entertainment companies, but kind of the ones that cater to all the groups and things, you know, there's all those, like, small variety shows and all these, there's there's all these additional companies over in Korea. It feels like they are really heavy into NFTs too, but we just hope as the years progress, if the fans don't glomp onto them too much, hopefully mm-hmm. they'll just slowly drop stuff, like get rid yeah. of them. That would be yeah. great. Just, and you'll never hear of it again. <laughs> so if yeah. we just stick to our guns, mm-hmm. yeah. that would be marvelous. Mm-hmm. However, what kind of keeps happening is sometimes, I mean, I think it didn't happen with the Stray Kids tickets. You bought a Stray Kid ticket and you automatically got an NFT or yeah. something. So yeah. sometimes you don't even know that it's a part yeah. of the process. And yeah. then all of a sudden you're like burdened with this. Well, I didn't want this thing. Gosh. Yeah. So. yeah. None of us wanted this thing. Right. What they need is almost a, a system whereby you can like destroy your NFT and be like, okay, this is mine and I have rights uh, yeah, to it and I want you to get rid of You know what you can do to destroy it? You just hit delete on your computer because it's just a fucking piece of code. So, so stupid. Yeah. So on some like very unsettling, unhappy news in Hong Kong, the boy group Mirror performing on stage and one of those giant video screens awful. fell and it fell on top of two of the backup dancers. It was awful. It, like, I do not recommend going and looking up videos of this. There are videos of it happening, because of course there was. There's all kinds of people at this concert video recording, because you know how they You're do. You're in a concert. So there are multiple angles that you can see it happening from. Like, it just don't, because it is very, very it's unsettling graphic. and unhappy yeah. to look at. The two dancers have been, uh, one of them critically injured. The most recent thing that I saw said probably paralyzed from the neck down for life. Yeah. Like he has lost the use of his arms and legs. But um, I'd have been surprised if they weren't. Yeah. I mean, Asian Junkie said watching the video, they thought that probably the report that came out saying in critical condition was a lie because they assumed that the person was, was dead, dead because there's no way. So. Yeah, it really sad. Like, just seeing the comments from people, like that people, you know, they shut it down right away. They shut the concert down. They sent everybody out of the building, said, go home. Like, you know, we're done. But just, you know, it's a boy group. There's 12 and 13 year old girls there, just traumatized, absolutely traumatized from seeing this. And it didn't have to happen, right? Like, yeah. this is the kind of thing that should not happen should not happen there's no reason for it to happen you should be doing these checks you should be doing safety yeah. checks and and over and over again if you're gonna have special effects like this we need to stop you know it it made me think of when was it wendy who took the step off the steps that weren't there and you know like there's no reason for this kind of stuff to happen yeah we, we need to take people's lives more seriously and and be in control of that kind of thing i say as if i had anything to do with it but like yeah. as a society we need to say no 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 we can't you can't do stuff like that and apparently they are 
authorities are investigating and looking to press charges and things like it's not getting swept under the rug like people are investigating it and looking into this situation so everybody deserves very safe working conditions yeah and there's no excuse yeah and performing on stage shouldn't be a job that takes your life in your hands exactly and it's like you know this this backup dancer was probably just some guy in his 20s and working a job for very little money and now his life is his whole career has been ruined right yeah no so Hmm. yeah to bring up the mood a little, um, uh, Paramount Plus is going to be available in Korea. I've actually recently been trying to convince my husband to let me get Paradise Paramount Plus, um, purely for the sheer reason that it's where Teen Wolf streams. Um, <laughs> so I even wrote on this in our little document that I'm so glad that Korea can watch Teen Wolf now. Like. <laughs> Uh, I'm very excited yeah. for them to discover the magic that is Teen Wolf. Uh, Jesse says, if they start making K-dramas, can they please make them available for everyone so that I have a solid reason to get it since all of my criminal minds is going there as well? Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also, like, I was, listen, so my husband was like, don't you, like, have Teen Wolf, like, on DVD? And I'm like, listen, they're making a new Teen Wolf show starring Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, and that's where the movie's going to be, honey. Think of, think of your Teen Wolf obsessed life. Well, uh, well, you can always do, just because you get a subscription for a bit to consume those things. And then if you don't want to have it later, you just okay. cut the cord like, and it's if, fine. If Jesse wants to go halvesies on this Paramount Plus account, like, we can make that happen. <laughs> we can make this happen for us. I mean, and like Jesse saying that, you know, she hopes if they do K-dramas, they make them available to mm-hmm. everybody. Like, what if they do and it shames Disney Plus into unlocking yeah. their vault? Like, no, it doesn't work with Netflix yet. <laughs> or um, maybe they'll just start outbidding Disney and like, they'll get them and share them with us and Disney will be like, mm. So we'll in like, Korea, uh, not here, but in Korea, CJ E&M and TVing will be bundled in with the Paramount Plus service. So, oh, maybe... This means I mean, that uh, TVing and CJ E&M will be available available at some point. Because TVing know. right now is, is there, they've had some really interesting stuff come out over the last year that they didn't have, we don't get to see. So yeah, and we'd like we would like to see it. <laughs> Second to last piece of news. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I will say this because I think I think that Jesse would want to add this. Members of the JWAC group scandal become mm-hmm. the first Japanese female musicians to sign an endorsement contract with Fender Guitars. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. She says, this is huge. She's so excited for them. And because females make music too. Imagine that. What? There are even uh, promo picks out and she says they're a really fun group. So go check out their music. So I want to promote all that. I think that we need to check out Scandal and we need to... Mm-hmm. Support mm-hmm. the fact that they they're now endorsed by Fender. Shoot! So that was my nod to Jesse. But I will continue to say just a couple of award things that happened lately. Uh, where did they go? Jun Junho he became the first idol to win Best Actor at Korea PD Awards. Woo. Oh. We do we do love our two PM boys. We do. And mm-hmm. Jesse loves that. So Blue Dragon Awards that has been around a while. 
but this is this was the first year for Blue Dragon Series awards, Ooh. and um, a handful of people ended up winning. Like for instance, I think DP won the series. So like, go go check it all out. But what I wanted to mention specifically was that Park So Home, So Home, and uh, Park J Chan for Semantic Error, they won one of the popularity awards. There was like a handful of popularity awards that they gave out. They were also nominated for new male actor category. And it was just, it was an honor for them to be nominated. I think what's really cool about that, there's like a lot of levels to why that's so great that they were, you know, it was a BL. So that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. But then also it was, you know, one of those streaming services that it's not like it was one of the major cable networks or something. Mm -hmm. And they still were able to be at this novel. Cause the blue dragon awards, like, they're a big deal for the movies and stuff. So the fact that they were came, were able to come to the new series one, I just thought that was really amazing. So it, it was a really, really big honor and stuff. So mm. I thought that. that was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. On a, I mean, sort of a happy slash sad news kind of thing. Uh, Yuhi Yul's sketchbook wrapped up after 13 years and 600 episodes. Wild. You know, it's, I guess, partially because he was involved in some sort of scandal, but I think it's one of those scandals that's not really a scandal anywhere except for Korean Korean netizens. So, you know, whatever. Hopefully some new show will rise up to fill that gap that will be left there. But on the good side of things, Sistar reunited to perform in the final episode. Which is that's pretty amazing. And it's you can find the clips all over the place and they're so good. And I mean, of course they are because it's Sistar and they're so good. So it's a sad slash, you know, a bittersweet moment, we'll call it. It was a bittersweet moment. The show is ending, but we got Sistar performing together on stage. Because that was a major pillar of music entertainment yeah, on TV in Korea. Yeah. Like, it's one of the big ones. Mm-hmm. And they had to have everybody. And you see stories about, how like even sometimes k-pop groups that were maybe struggling a little bit would be invited to be on the show mm-hmm. and then that would be the, the impetus that would get their career really moving yeah. and stuff so hopefully there will be like i said something that will rise up to fill that gap yeah right it also it also was a really chill show like it, yeah it felt like you were just sitting and chatting with them it was a really neat show mm-hmm. I don't remember which platform it's on, but if you ever want to check it out, they're they're around if, if you mm-hmm. want to watch episodes of it for some of your favorite groups that might be on it. It's worth it's worth a shot. Like there's some really neat clips and things. And the interviews mm-hmm. were always really short, but well done. So he's a really neat artist and stuff. Semi-tragic news in the crime television watching community. Um, OCN has decided that they will not be airing any new dramas for the rest of this year and maybe ever? Yeah. Um, most of the dramas that were on the slate are probably going to be going on TVN, which is a bit annoying because you never know where TVN dramas are going to be streaming. Like, it's Which, I mean, you like, never did with OCN ones either. Yeah, so, true, I mean, true. Uh, but still, you know. So they've been hinting at this a while. But a lot of the dramas have been moving to TVN and TVing, and TVing has been like sort of filling that gap 
that mm-hmm. OCN was filling as well with their quality dramas. However, this all comes down to the drama. It's it's a uh, our albatross of a drama, uh, Island. Will <sighs> what's going on with Island? Like the struggle is real for people who want to watch this drama. But as Jesse says in her comment here, I'm sure they've spent too much money at this point to calculate. <laughs> um, <laughs> And it has yeah. to go somewhere. It, it has to. It feels like it would be a Netflix appropriate, you know, yeah. like Netflix would be into it. So like maybe we or should like, all go on know, the Netflix like like Amazon maybe, like Amazon like, Prime perhaps, just anywhere but yeah. Disney. Somewhere. Yeah. If yeah, it ends up in Disney, I will freaking riot. I just <laughs> be like, this is bullshit. <laughs> be like, well, hello, ocean faring denizens. Pirate life for people. Pirate life for me. Because think how much money they could get out of it. Whoever ends up platforming it, whoever, Mm -hmm. they're going to get money from it. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. And I've seen, we've been having these discussions about Disney Plus and stuff. And what somebody said was, if you look them up, there's articles where Disney Plus has basically said, they don't need to make money, basically. And they don't care. Like, they don't need to grow the K-drama market. And they don't need to grow their American, North American market. They've already got that on lock, so they don't care about us. So they just don't care. And you're so, like, so then in chatting. return, so guess I guess what we, we don't, don't care need about. to care about. <laughs> come see, come saw, my guy. That's, that's how that like, works. Like, yeah. There's, yeah. there's plenty of websites uh, making it. If you don't even know us scraps or any more than scraps, we will. <laughs> We will well, and like, somewhere. just don't buy the Life, North American uh, rights if you have no away. intention of ever showing it here. Yeah, that, that's all I'm saying. Just don't buy those rights. Don't be Let Nikki have it. Let whoever Let Cocoa. Let Cocoa do something at this right? point. Let Amazon have it, for God's sakes, if you don't give a shit. Because at least Amazon's showing it. Like, right? Like, just, just don't buy uh, the rights if you know when you're going in that you're not ever, ever going to show it in North America. Don't do that. Like, it's just a dick move. Just don't. Don't be that person. So I'm going to wrap up um, with some remake news, if I can find them. They're kind of scattered about, so it's mm-hmm, going to take mm-hmm. me a moment. Side note, CJ ENM, they're launching Studio Dragon Japan. It's kind of related. So Studio Dragon Japan, we hope that it won't end up on Disney. Like, yes. So mm-hmm. just, it would be great if they released that content. That would be lovely. Mm-hmm. We just want it, okay? We just want to watch it. Is that such a crime? We want to be able to pay to watch yeah, these we, things. Listen, yeah. we want to give the money. We want to legally watch these things. We're not just out here like, you know, willy nilly mm-hmm. downloading. No, that's not. No. So, um, kind of related to earlier, um, th- the movie version of Semantic Error is going to be hitting Korean theaters August thirty first. By the way, so that's really mm-hmm. cool. Extraordinary Attorney, you. Woo will be turned into a webcomic as well as they're in talks to be remade into a US TV show. Mm-hmm. Business Proposal is in talks to get Hindi and Telugu remakes. That's super fun. Yeah. Flower of Evil is going to get an Indian remake. That makes sense. Yeah. Now that I, I think, think about it, that makes that, sense. That, that would probably be super entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be yeah. fun to watch. And the American TV show Your Honor would. Is adapted from an Israeli original drama, and Kavodo is to get a Korean remake. Okay. And as a final remake news, for some reason, Apple TV has hired J.J. Abrams to 
make a live action speed racer. Did he make the the speed racer movie? The live action speed racer think movie? So. <laughs> I'm, I don't did, did I mean, that movie okay. did that movie do well? I don't know. I don't think so. But it was enjoyable. But it's no. Also it was really made by the Wachowskis. To watch. It like, was made oh, by the Wachowskis. Which oh. is, which, when, you, when you think about it's it, you're very, like, oh, yeah. This oh, makes sense. Very, this uh-huh. makes sense it now. Like it, a weird the Speed Racer yeah. movie. My it's kids fun. enjoy it. We it's watch it. Movie. It's fun. But like, it it very much feels like your brain is on drugs. Like you're just like, <laughs> yeah, what is going on? So. But in a fun way, so in a fun, in a fun way. <laughs> and I mean, Speed Racer, like Speed Racer, is good. Like the old cartoon old was fun. Yep. Like, let fingers crossed, this will be fun and enjoyable to watch. So but it's it's kind and of available. one of those things. Like yeah. of all the things for them to put money behind and remake, it it's like such what? a bizarre. And like, okay. what? Like what? What is what is JJ Abrams getting out of this? Is what he's really <laughs> playing. How much is he getting paid to do that? Like, okay. Maybe he's a big fan. Like a, maybe. Maybe. So that's been all of our news. All of our news. Uh, thank you for listening to the return of the Newsness Hour. Uh, hour and a half or even more, shall we say. Uh, we hope you enjoyed listening to us. You can listen to us wherever podcasts can be found, but if you want access to the links and show notes and everything, you got to go to certifiednunas.com, our home on the web. In addition, we do live streams pretty much every week over on our YouTube channel, which also has all of our episodes there as well. So it's youtube.com slash certifiednunas. And you can reach us on social media. Uh, We're on pretty much all the big ones, but easiest places to find us are Instagram and Twitter. It's always at certifiednunas one word and if you want to support this podcast and become part of our found family you can go to patreon.com slash certified nunas and join the found family where we put up the extra stuff for the podcast people over there and uh you know they we have a movie night every month it's super fun anyway we hope you enjoyed listening to us and you have a great week and you know we're still in the middle of the pandemic so think about your immunocompromised friends and wear a mask and wash your hands and as always keep enjoying asian entertainment Bye. Bye.